Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt Podcast. In Division 1, North London Athletic 3, Mill Club to Football 1. In Division 3, Locomotive Fund 3, Shentry Athletic 3. Fireside 4, South Tottenham United 1. And North London Colts 5, FC Cricklewood 1. Into the cup action now in our cup finals in the Junior Challenge Cup Final. NLR 4, Highgate Albion 3rds 1. Did actually go for a 3 2 win for Highgate Albion Thirds. They've been playing better recently and, in my opinion, came into the game as favourites, slight favourites, but a very impressive result for NLR there. In the Intermediate Cup final, Comi Kabir 2, Trent Park 0. I went for a 3 1 win for Comi Kabir. I thought they'd have a little bit too much for Trent Park, and it proved that way on the day. In the Invitational Cup final, Memetchik Galata 2, Anatolians 1. Actually went for a 5-1 win for Memetchik. I thought they'd probably get an early goal and then make it a long afternoon for Anatolians. But the script was, you know, against me there as Anatolians actually took the lead. And Memetchik came from behind. Great uh, overhead kick from Guy Kianjinbeni to to seal the win. It's uh, worth watching. It's a fantastic finish. In the Premier Cup, Highgate Albion nil, Olympia nil. Olympia winning 5-4 on penalties. Went for a 2-1 win for Highgate Albion. I thought maybe uh, both teams would rest players and Highgate Albion's depth would help them in that game. But they they got off to a fast start in the game. I actually went to it. Uh, they got off to a fast start. Maybe should have taken the lead early on. Uh, Olympia then grew into the game and had the better chances um, throughout the 90 minutes and probably should have won in, in normal time and I think they deserved it um, just in that game. Uh, and in the London Sunday Challenge Cup final, Olympia won, Highgate Albion 4, uh, Highgate Albion picking up the win there. Uh, it was a very impressive result. Um as as pointed out by the management team of Highgate Albion, is by people that went there, they took the early lead and uh, didn't give it up. Um, I wouldn't say they were very clinical. The manager Adam was a bit, you know, critical of, of some of the chances they missed, but very impressive result for Highgate Albion. So congratulations to them on the London Sunday Challenge Cup win. Congratulations to NLR for the Junior Challenge Cup. Komi Kabir for the Intermediate Cup. Olympia for the Premier Cup and Memetchik for the Invitational Cup. Uh, in the fixtures, we don't have that many fixtures. Um, in the Premier Division, Highgate Albion taking on heavy hitters. In Division 1, North London Athletic taking on Enfield United. In Division 3, we have Highgate Albion thirds taking on Shentry. And in the Cup action coming up, on Thursday, 
We have the Middlesex Sunday Premier Cup final between heavy hitters and Highgate Albion. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win here for Highgate Albion. I think heavy hitters will put up a, a big fight in this game. But I think Highgate Albion will just about have too much for them. And as it's coming to the end of the season, we're just going to run down some of the tables as well. Starting off in the Premier Division where Highgate Albion, they've still got one game to go. But they've already sealed the title on 27 points from their 13 games. They even had time to give the Romans a walkover last week. Uh, in second place is Oakwood. They're on 26 points from their 14 games. A bit of a mixed bag. Started the season really well, but fell off a lot. And uh, their goal difference shows that as well. They only had a goal difference of six, despite coming second, winning eight games and losing four. Uh, in third place, Memetchik. Very good season for them. Picking up the Invitational Cup as well. They had 21 points, but again, a lot of inconsistencies, even with the top teams. Seven wins and seven draws. In fourth place, the heavy hitters, they can overtake Memicic if they beat Haya Albion in the last game. They're on 19 points currently from their 13 games. Then are the Rongans and Zaza, both on 18 points. Identical records, but the Rongans have a better goal difference. In seventh place, the Gower. Uh, they're on 15 points from their 14 games and Park Rolls finishing bottom on 14 points from their 14 games. But obviously we had a couple of teams drop out. So there was only eight teams that finished in the Premier Division. Moving on into the Championship, where it was a very successful season for Olympia. Uh, 37 points from their 14 games, 74 goals scored as well. Uh, very impressive first season for them in the Barnet League. Obviously also picking up the Premier Cup and uh, finishing runners-up in the London Cup. So a fantastic season for Steve and the boys at Olympia. Uh, Northwest Wanderers as well had a good season. Should be promoted to the Premier Division. They were on 29 points from their 14 games. AFTV acquitted themselves well as well. 25 points from their 14 games. Highgate Albion reserves a decent season, started off very slow, but they got to the Roger Jones final and ended up decently mid-table in the championship. London Wednesday, a uh, bit of a mixed bag from them as well. Uh, they started off pretty decently, but, you know, fell off drastically at the end, uh, despite having a good season last year in Division 1, being dominant. Uh, they didn't look that way in, in the championship, step up. And it, it proved that way. They finished 18 points from their 14 games. Then Panathinaikos on 16 points from 14 games. Horizon in their first season, 12 points from 14 games. And it was another abject season for Panda. But they did win this season. They got six points from their 14 games. In Division 1, it was Mill Hill Club to Football, who were the class above in Division 1 this season. Actually losing the last game of the season, they had a... An unbeaten record going into it. 12 wins and a draw and a loss from their 14 games. 37 points. Then came Enfield United. Very good this season. Uh, very much improved from last season. Uh, a lot of that had to go to Michael Mignot. He was fantastic this season. Uh, over 30 goals in all competitions. 
He led them to 33 points from there. 13 games is still a game to go. North London Athletic, they've got 25 points from their 12 games. Still got a couple of games. Comi Kabir then come on 22 points from their 14 games. Um, very good in patches, very inconsistent in others. And talking about inconsistent in fifth place, AFC Rose, uh, a very mismatched season for us. Uh, a lot of chopping and changing, a lot of unavailable players. Um, but we got through in mid-table, 16 points in 14 games. Then came Peck and Spore, uh, started off very good and then just, you know, kind of gave up a lot of walkovers from them. They finished with 10 points from their 14 games. AC Finchley, uh, again, you know, played everyone, you know, gave all their effort in a lot of games, um, but looked mismatched in a lot of games, ended up with eight points from 14 games. And then Kadara's Town, really a fall from grace. Uh, a lot of unavailable players, um, weakened squad as well. Seven points from their 13 games. They can avoid being bottom if they beat North London Athletic in their last game. Uh, in Division 2, Trent Park, fantastic. An unbeaten season in the league for them. 40 points from 16 games. Oakwood Reserves with 35 points from their 16 games. Then come Continental, 32 from their 16. Uh, them three were very much, you know, out in front of the pack. Because in fourth place was Anatolians. They were on 20 points. Grange Park, then on 19 from their 16 games. Sopranos in sixth place on 18 points. Powerhouse on 16 points in seventh place. In eighth place, Northumberland Park Rangers on 14 points. And bottom of the table, AFC Edmonton on 11 points. In the Frizzing Free, the step up didn't matter for Fireside, who are very good this season. 46 points from their 18 games. South Tottenham United followed them on 38 points. And Brotherhood Cozzy were also on 38 points in third. Ammonia Youth in fourth on 29. But they can be overtaken in fourth by Highgate Albion thirds, who have got a couple of games left on 28. North London Colts on 17 points from their 17 games. They've still got a game left. But they did pick up the Richard Martin Memorial Cup last week. Shentry Athletic on 15 points from their 17 games. Whitestone FC on 15 points from 18 games. Then a Cricklewood on 14 points from their 18 games. Couldn't survive the drop this season. Um, and then Locomotive Thunder, bottom of the table on 12 points from 18 games. In Division 4, another fantastic season for Highgate Albion Fools picking up the double. They won the Junior Cup as well last week over Fireside. One loss this season. 70 goals scored in 18 games, 51 points. Muswell Hill were miles behind them in the end. 37 points in their 18 games. They were very good though this season as well. The goal difference was up there. Uh, with Highgate Albion Fools just didn't have as good as a defence as Highgate Albion Fools. And obviously the losses as well were there. Underdogs, fantastic recovery from there. Bad season last season, 36 points from their 18 games. Nissi started off very slow, but were very good towards the end of the season. 28 points from 18. Made a VO in fifth on 26. 
Barnett South are on 22 points from their 18. Arnold's Rangers 17 points in 7th. London Orient 16 points in 8th. And then Torfic in 9th from 15. And Camden FC propping up the table on 11 points. Division 5, Armenian Youth Association have already sealed the title. They've got a game left, but they're on 42 points. Hit 101 goals in their 15 games. NLR, very impressive as well. They'll finish in second place on 39 points. Also picking up the Junior Challenge Cup. Northwest Wolves started the season very well, but they dropped off towards the end. They were on 36 points in their 16 games. Cognac Athletic, miles behind on 21 points in fourth. Enfield Albion on 20 points in fifth. Roman Reporters, sixth place, 16 points. North London Panthers, seventh with 15 points. Edmonton Rovers finishing off the bottom, so congratulations to them. Improving every season. They were in 8th place on 12 points. And New Barnet propping up the table with 10 points in Division 6. It was a great season for Interim and Razor 24 winning the league title. They did unfortunately come runners-up in the Junior Trophy, the Middlesex Junior Trophy. Uh, but a great season for them first season. AFC Rosa in 2nd with Berylic Sport on 39 points. Pantera on 37 points, but they did win the BSFL Shield. EFNS on um, in fifth place with 25 points. Great recovery for them. They started very slowly. We're getting battered uh, early on in the season, but recovered very well. Uh, Oakwood thirds in sixth. Mill Club to Football seconds in seventh on 19 points. Radlett Town in eighth on 12 points. Camden Town Athletic in ninth on 11 points and then bottom of the table Atletico Grammar to round the season off join us next week where we'll have the fixtures and the results from the Barnet League Hello everyone it's April here from the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League Sunday was sunny and the weather is finally changing Unfortunately, this didn't happen during the season and we had a lot of games that were called off due to the weather. But Mr Sunshine likes to come out now, right towards the end of the season. But it is certainly not the end of the season for us here at the Hackney and Leighton League as we still have league fixtures and cup games that are still coming over the next couple of weeks. So I'm just going to get started. I'm not going to ramble on as much as I can. Um, I just want to thank everyone that actually listens to the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League segment of the Selk podcast and listens to my voice every week. Thank you. And if you do fast forward through, that is also fine. As I know the other guys that do this podcast are very, what's the word, talented that's, that's the only word that I can pick. Talented in what they do and probably sound a lot more entertaining than what I do. But enough of that. So I'm just going to kick it off with Division 1. So on Sunday, we had CSM London who faced off against Mateo FC. And CSM London managed to get the three points by beating Mateo 3-2. 
and the Banjury versus Northeast Lions game. That seemed like an amazing one as Banjury Estate again another win as they beat Northeast Lions a massive eight two. Unfortunately, the Hakwenyi versus Lucia All Stars game was called off due to Hakwenyi not being able to field a team. Next up, we have Navarino who faced off against Azteca. And Navarino just managed to get the three points and dampen Azteca's weekend as they were victorious in beating Azteca 4-3. And lastly, our CSM London versus Stoke Newton game unfortunately had to be called off due to Stoke Newton not being able to field a team. I hate having to say that and I hate that, you know, players... <laughs> are not committed enough to clubs. You find that a lot when clubs fold, it's normally, I'd say, 80% because players are just not committed enough. Or I know that towards the end of the season, this is where injuries start to play a massive part. Obviously, it's gone past player transfer as well. So you can't sign any players or transfer from other clubs. So I do understand this is where it gets very, very tricky for clubs to stay afloat. So commiserations to the clubs that unfortunately have to forfeit this late in the season. But well done to the teams that can manage to fill the team and fulfil their league fixtures. Division 2 now. So we had HL All Stars versus Limited Pros in a double header. The first game, Limited Pros beat HL All Stars 1 0. And then in the second game, Limited Pros beat HL All Stars 2 0. So a good Sunday for Limited Pros. And unfortunately, that was the last game for HL All Stars this season. Next week, I will do a rundown of the league tables for you all to see how clubs have got on from the start of the season right through to how they finished. Next up, we have Stoke Newington. was meant to play Caledonian Park, but as we know, Stoke Newington were due for a doubleheader, but unfortunately, they couldn't field a team, so that game was off. Also, the Gum versus Gladstone Wanderers has had to be rearranged. The same with... Bocca versus Clapton Community. Unfortunately, Bocca could not field a team. So our next game was Caledonian Park versus Gladstone Wanderers. Caledonian Park managed to securely get the three points as they beat Gladstone Wanderers 3-0. And lastly, in Division 2, we had AFC Selwyn face off against the Gun FC. And the Gun FC, again, they have had an amazing season. They are still undefeated. And they haven't had any draws either. So they are looking to secure the title, having all wins under their belt. And this Sunday was no exception as they beat AFC Selwyn 9-3. Moving on, we have Division 3 now. The Wenlock versus Delta Athletic. We had to, because of how close it is towards the end of the season, they had a cup game, so we decided to merge the two games. So whatever the result was after 90 minutes counted as their league result as well as a cup result. Both teams agreed. So we had, at 90 minutes, it was 4 all. So they both get a point in the league table. But in regards to the cup game, the Wenlock won on penalties. So they are through to the next round of the Hackney and Leighton Junior Cup. 
Then we had Docklands, who had a double header against Fish Island. In the first game, Docklands beat Fish Island 1 0, and in the second game, Docklands beat Fish Island 3 1. So a good Sunday for Docklands FC. And Division 4 now, we had Football Club 22 faced off against the Gun 2. The Gun 2 needed to win this game to secure the, league, the Division 4 league title. And I was on the pitch next to them. And as the ref blew the whistle, I heard them sing loud and proud, Champions. Or should I say, Championi, that song. So, yes, the Gun 2 did beat Football Club 22-5-1. So, well done to the Gun 2 for winning Division 4. Commiserations to London Jags as they finished second, but both still promoted to Division 3 next season. And lastly, in Division 4, we had Lymore Gardens, who faced off against Community Road. These guys were battling for third place, and it was Lymore Gardens who come out victorious as they beat Community Road a massive 4-0. So, next week is the 21st of May. Unfortunately, we don't have any games going on over the Hackney Marshes as it is hackney marathon weekend so it's an amazing event that hackney put on every year where they do the hackney half marathon so they use the marshes as the starting and finishing point so no games will be going on over the marshes sadly this weekend but luckily enough csm london and the gun managed to get alternative venues so, first up, we're going to have Navarino FC will face off against CSM London at Ashton Playing Fields. And also, CSM London Reserves will face off against FC Carpety over Ashton Playing Fields. So, Division 1 is Navarino CSM and Division 3 is FC Carpety CSM London 2 or CSM London Reserves. And we also have... Stoke Newington Youth will face off against the Gun at Ive Farm. And we also have Stratford Juniors are due to face Boundary Estate, but they are still seeking an alternative pitch. So that may or may not happen next Sunday. But if you do want to go and see Stratford Juniors or Boundary Estate, then if you go on the full-time website and tap type in Hackney and Leighton Sunday League and go on to our fixtures that should be updated over the next couple of days so there won't be a lot of results that I'll have to run through next week on the SEG podcast so what I'm going to do sorry Silk podcast so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the tables next week for you and also our fixtures for the following week Again, thank you very much, guys, for listening. And as we always say, over the marshes, game on. But as this Sunday, it's not game on over the marshes. It will be game on over Ashton Planfields and Ive Farm and maybe another location. But good luck to all the teams that are taking place next weekend. And I look forward to feeding back them tables next week. Thanks, everyone. Hope this weather stays nice for you all. And I look forward to speaking to you all next week.
Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday League section of the Selk podcast. And we have a roundup of this weekend's league action and a look ahead to the coming week's football. As we're near the completion of the league programme, only a handful of results to bring you this week. We start with Division 2 and a great week for Sutton Valence who won 9-2 away at Leybourne. Unfortunately, we don't know the scorers from this game, but that result sees Leybourne finish the season on 15 points, which means they'll either be 7th or 8th, depending on Coxheath's final result. In Division 3, we had two games which saw all the teams complete their season. Kent Sands United were hosting Len Valley, needing a win to clinch second with a superior goal difference over Invicta Sunday. For Invicta Sunday, they travelled to Yielding and Lanningford, needing to win, and hoped the other result went their way, as Kent Sands had 19 goals on them in goal difference. Invicta did their bit by hitting six for no reply, which saw goals for Jack Gilby, Oliver Aston, a Harry Bradford hat-trick, and a 90th minute goal for William Holness. The result in the other match then went the way Invicta needed, with Len Valley winning 3-0 thanks to Brandon Holdsworth and 2 from Luke Still, which sees Invicta finish 2nd and have their best season since being in the league. Looking ahead, Coxheath and Farley play their final game on Tuesday evening at home to Sutton Valence in Division 2, and then on Sunday Vinters are in action in a double header against Sutton Valence to complete the season. This game takes on more importance as if Vinters win both games and score a total of more than 11 goals across the two games, they will be Division 2 champions on goal difference. The Premier Division champions are Artois United in their first season in the league, with the division now complete due to withdrawals and games to be awarded. That's it for this week. Hope you've enjoyed listening and look forward to bringing you back up to date for the final time next week. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League, part of the Selk podcast all across the league shows, bringing you the results from last week and the fixtures coming up and at the end of the month a roundup of the league tables and where we are with the Cups. Starting with the results of last week, the 14th of May, in the Ron Pope Premier, GSPL 3, Brockley Athletic 6, Golden Eagles 0, AFC Charlton Town, uh, AFC Croydon Town first, 1. Land Before Stars versus Zavalas was abandoned, uh, don't know, know the reasons why. In the Division 1, Borden Sports 2, Honor Oak 3, FC Rondo 1, Lions United 2. In Division 2, AFC Cell 5, Petswood Black Vultures 2. Kibbert Kings got a home walkover against Bromley Road. And it was a double header, so Kibbert Kings got another 3 points, 6 points in total in that game against Bromley Road. And in a Ted Holder, Catford FC nil, AFC Cholton 5. Fixtures now for the 21st of May. In Division 1, Borden Sports versus South London Athletic. Bromley Road versus Catford FC. That's a double header. And in the Bill Bearstead, FC Croydon Town First Team versus Joga FC. With all the other f- tables 
Another fixture's been completed. We're now down to the teams that have only got one, two games left. Uh, next week, I'll bring you a full rundown of tables, cups, and final fixtures and results for the season. So, if you're playing this week, enjoy, good luck, stay safe, and see you next week. Bye. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for matches played on Sunday the 14th of May. As the season comes to an end, there are only two matches this Sunday just gone. And we start with the big one, which was the uh, Eric Hand Challenge Cup final between uh, North Watford and St Joseph's. St Joseph's won the league's senior cup competition for the 14th time with a hard-fought 1-0 win after extra time against last season's holders, North Watford. The win comes 43 years since their first win, way back in 1979, although it is their first victory since 2010. It does mean, however, that they are now just two wins away from completing a quadruple, with them needed to win the league game against North Watford, again on this coming Tuesday evening, to take the title for the Premier Division. And this is ahead of the Hertfordshire FA Senior Cup County Cup final this coming Sunday, the 21st of May, against Boreham Wood Rovers at Letchworth. It would not be fair to describe Sunday's game as a classic. However, it was never less than engrossing as the league's top two teams in the past two seasons went toe-to-toe for 120 minutes. Both teams had only conceded 12 goals in their 13 league games and it showed, with both defences well organised. After an evenly matched first half, one of a few ch- with one of a few chances, the game opened up more at the start of the second half, with both keepers, Joe's Charlie Patmore and North Watford's Julias Pizarro, both pulling off good saves. With 20 minutes left and only two minutes after coming on as a substitute, North Watford's Issa Ratami thought he had given his side the lead when he fired home, only for the goal to be chalked off for a handball by the linesman, which sparked furious protests from the North Watford management and players. They also had a glorious chance to win it four minutes from time, when Girk and Gottman could only blaze over the bar with the goal at his mercy from five yards out. North Watford had the better of the first period of extra time with Charlie Patmore once again denying North Watford with two superb saves. With the game just 11 minutes from being settled by a penalty shootout, Joes finally broke the stalemate when Jake Tabor, who had been kept quiet until then by the North Watford defence, finally broke through down the left and cut the ball back from the dead ball line to Lewis Stead who raced up from midfield to drive the ball into the bottom corner of the net from the edge of the box. Despite heavy late pressure, 
North Watford, from North Watford, Joe's held on for the final few minutes for the win. The two teams on the day were for St Joseph's, Patmore, Brinton, Haley, Cobb after 83 and then Yarrup after 114. Stead, Vateris, Bamboy, Tabor, Smith after 111 minutes. Bragdon, Byron after 93 minutes. Seabrook, Cobb, Peerless after 63 and Griggs. Unused sub for St Joe's was Liam Smythe. For North Watford, it was Pizarro, Enjar, Spears, Alexandra, Stolbuskin after 93, Brown, Hubbard, Gockman, Glady after 120, Glady, Castano after 111, Lewis, Federico, Penny after 101, Benfield with Rotami after 68 minutes and the unused sub was Rhys Cameron. Other good news was the attendance was 140, a little bit less than we had been expecting but still a good attendance for a cup final. The only other game on the day was in Division 3 and was the final game in that division between uh, Brickettwood Acorns and Everett Rovers. Um, and this final game, in what has been the league's most open division, had one final twist to bring towards the actual title decider. With Everett Rovers needing to win to clinch the title from Inter, and leading 2-0 against Brickywood Acorns with 19 minutes left, the game had to be abandoned by the referee due to a serious injury. Obviously, this leaves the whole situation in, in a bit of a mess. Uh, the outcome of the match obviously will need to be decided by the league committee shortly, but obviously the option, main two options are to obviously either replay the game in its entirety or indeed to allow the score at the time of abandonment to stand. But like I say, that's a decision that the league committee will be taking in the next few days. So that's it for last Sunday's games. This coming Sunday, at the moment, we just have the one game, which is the uh, Hearts FA Senior Cup final between Bournemouth Rovers and St Joseph's. This is to be held at the county ground in the Hearts County Ground in Letchworth on Sunday the 21st with a 3 pm kickoff. Obviously, all supporters and interested parties are welcome. There is an admission charge, which I must admit I'm not sure what the charge is, but there is an admission charge on the gate. So, um, that's it. No change, obviously, to any of the tables this week because, as I said, the only one league game was unfortunately abandoned. So uh, there's no update on the tables. Um, we have another game as well this coming Tuesday. That's tomorrow the 16th, or rather that is on Tuesday the 16th of um, May. Um, that's between North, Wat sorry, between St Joseph's and North Watford again. 
This time, it's a title decider for the Premier Division. Um, North Watford need a draw and Sir Joseph need a win to take the title. This game is to be played down at Sun Sports Ground um, with a 7.30pm kick-off under floodlights. Again, uh, all are welcome that might want to attend if this all goes out before then. Um, and there is no admission charge for this game. So. so realistically, that's it for this week. We'll be back with a report again next week, the final one of the season. Um, where we'll give you an update, obviously, on the uh, County Cup final result um, and the game itself. Uh, also, hopefully, the decision on the uh, Brickettwood Acorns and Everett game. And hopefully, all things being equal, the uh, the final division tables in the league. So, any rate, thanks for listening and we'll be back with you next week. Searching for players, searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.